Hope UCLA got all their good stuff out last Ooh. night. Man, they look good. Um, I, I watched the first few minutes of it, and I flipped over to watch Western and Louisville, which was a horrible. Western didn't even show up. They thought they just had to walk in the arena they were going to beat Louisville. I guess so. I went back and forth between those two games. and then. Kind of- Welcome into the In the Money podcast, Saturday, December 17th, the week before Christmas Eve. And for our In the Money podcast, we're headed out to Oakland Park. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. A couple of ungraded stakes in their late pick four that starts in the seventh race, Jim. So let's begin with the poinsettia. Phillies and mares, three and up, five and a half furlongs. And who did you like? Well, I like the two inside horses here. Actually, two, the three inside horses because of post-draw, five and a half furlongs. Really, you need to be inside. Um, I went with Caribbean Caper for Al Stahl. Uh, this filly has not been nearly as good this year as she was last year. She was five for five last year and capped it off with a win in Dogwood at Churchill Downs at seven furlongs with a 90 buyer. And I know they had big plans for her this year, and they started off with at Colonial. Uh, she had some issues, obviously. She didn't get to race until August 16th. And uh, the, the two races have been a little bit um, disappointing based on what last year came as a, as a three-year-old, but... I think that she woke up in this last race with an 85 buyer. Last year, she was much, much better second race off the layoff. So I'm going to think that she's going to get her form back here. Um, drawn inside, uh, has positional speed, and should be able to sit just off the speed of Ari Oakley, who's probably going to get the lead. I don't think they've got a choice in here to just go with this Billy uh, and uh, take them as far as she can go. And I'm going to use her in the pick four as well. I'm going to use Novel Squall. Um, coming off a disappointment in the winning colors in May, but prior to that, a huge race at Keeneland in, in the spring. So uh, I think she's got a big shot. Sarah Harper for Ron Moquette. Ron Moquette has started off Oakland. Uh, his barn is uh, on fire. He's four for eight with three other places out of eight races in the first weekend. So uh, Moquette's good. Uh, Bayerano's been riding for him, so Bayerano's been hot as well. And then Pretty Birdie for Norm Cassie just tossed the victory ride last time out. Um, don't know what happened there. She was 7-5, to five, but she had a shoe repaired before the race, and then she stumbled the brake and just, just completely draw a line through that. And if you do that, she fits here very, very well, including a second in the eight bells at Churchill last year. So going to go five deep here. I think it's a wide-open race. Uh, going to take Caribbean caper, but Pretty Birdie's got a big shot if she gets back to her form. Yeah, I've, uh, I see it pretty much the same way you do. I didn't use Sarah Harper on my pick four ticket, but otherwise I've got the same ones you do. Uh, pretty Birdie, I thought it was noteworthy that uh, she's working really well coming off the, the layoff for Norm Cassie. So uh, I think, uh, like you, she could be dangerous and maybe a little bit of a price. Uh, but if she hooks up with Ari Oakley, I'm like you. I, I just think Caribbean Capers going to sit in a perfect spot uh, off the speed but not too far back making her second start off a layoff. So I like her in here for the win as well. And then uh, I'll use uh, the one, three, and seven in my pick four as well. The eighth race is a first-level allowance for three-year-olds and up at a mile and a 16th. You've got Barbara Road, who was in the Kentucky Derby back in the spring, coming off a layoff here. Uh, Trainer John Ortiz really good off a layoff. Horses run well here before. The only thing that gives me pause is that he's two for ten, uh, Barbara Road is, uh, a lifetime, two wins from ten starts, and he's coming off a layoff without a great win record. 
but just a big class edge. So I, I took him, but I, I'm, I'm going to use one other horse, not going to single him because of that uh, layoff in the two for 10. So I'm going to also use disc jockey, the nine, has won two since being claimed by the Deodoro Barn, which really seems to point for this Oakland meet. And this horse in 13 starts has won six times. So in top form right now, a horse that likes to win races. So I'm going to use that one on my pick four ticket as well and just go too deep in this race. How about you in race eight? I started to do exactly the same thing, but I wound up with too expensive a ticket. So I I did single Barber Road. Uh, and the difference is, to me, uh, yes, this jockey is one six out of 13, but uh, a couple of those were at $25,000 level. And Barber Road is much, much, much better. Is run against much better uh, company, including Cyberknife, uh, Newgrange, Tejano Twist, and uh, was on the Derby Trail obviously last year and wrote and raced in two of the pick, uh, two of the Triple Crown races this year. Uh, only got beat four and three quarters in the Derby. So he comes back. He's going to win this race if, he, if he's short. This jockey could win. I am going to single Barber Road just because I kind of ran out of money. Understand that. Ninth race is the Tinsel for three-year-olds and up. Mile and an eighth here in this one. And uh, I thought this was a uh, really well-matched group. So intrigued to see where you landed. I landed on a lot of them. I thought it was well-matched. Uh, I, I, I didn't really have, I don't think Run Classic deserves to be eight to five. I actually wound up on Bell Harbor at uh, five to two. Uh, for Deodoro, uh, this horse comes off a, a grade two effort at Keeneland. Uh, at a mile and five eighths, uh, cutting back here to a mile and eighths. But the best on his uh, best record, uh, best fire he has is in a fifty thousand dollar claimer at Saratoga on a sloppy track back in September when he won by eight and three quarters. So I'm going to take Bell Harbor here. Going to use King Fury for Kenny McPeak, just based on back class, including uh, racing in the Fayette, the Clark, the Fayette twice actually been the Fayette the last couple of years. Going to use Last Samurai for Wayne Lucas off those back-to-back 91 buyers, and he really likes Oakland. He's 2 for 6 at Oakland, including a win in the Oakland Handicap in twenty in the spring of 22. So uh, last Samurai, if he comes back to that race, is going to be really tough. And the last two races he had at Oakland were 98 and 102. And I'm going to use Run Classic. Uh, that That's probably where I'm going to stop. No, I'm going to use Scarlett Fusion as well for Joe Sharp, just because he's gotten really good at Churchill. And he uh, will be cutting back from a mile and a half as well. So um, I think Scarlet Fusion at 12 to 1. I'm going to break my rule. I'm going to take more than half of this field because I don't really have a good feeling about any of them, but I think I can cover it with those five horses. I almost went to Bell Harbor, but then I ended up taking King Fury on top. Uh, the, ra- the horses kept really good company. And if you look back at the Last two times he ran in ungraded stakes races on the dirt. Uh, one of them was this past August. The other one was last September. The uh, one last September, uh, he won by 13, and the one back in August, uh, he was a very close third. So uh, I think he's going to find uh, this spot to be one in which he can be very competitive. And I think McPeak does a good job of, of – shipping uh, into races, into spots, especially at Oakland. He's had some success there in recent years. Had a little trouble at the start last time. If you look, the previous two efforts were real solid. So I'm going to take King Fury. Also going to use Bell Harbor. 
I've got the same questions about Run Classic and a mile and an eighth. Uh, Last Samurai I had written down. The other one I added was Logical Myth just off that 97 buyer last time out. And if he runs back to that, I think uh, he's a contender in here. The 10th race is a first-level allowance for Arkansas breads, three and up, six furlongs. I thought uh, one way or another looked pretty tough in here. The nine, big improvement off the layoff, has won on this track. Uh, but I'm also going to use the 12, Solway. Just, you mentioned how hot the uh, Moquette Barn is, and this is a horse from their barn, and uh, the horse has one here as well. And uh, the Moquette Barn's good off a layoff. And then Choctaw Charlie has two wins at Oaklawn. Um, coming off a layoff, but the trainer does okay at uh, that angle, bringing them back. So I'm going to use three horses here, but uh, a pretty strong lean toward the nine one way or another for the win. How about you? Uh, one thing, if I had to make my living betting Arkansas breads, I would be broke. Um, <laughs> I think... You know, you look at these, and all of them have run buyers, and uh, you know, a lot of them have run in the '60s and mid '60s, and then one way or another's best race was um, when she broke her maiden with '74 buyer at Oakland, and she obviously likes Oakland. Um, she obviously fits class wise. I mean, we got for a fifty thousand dollar claimer to this is not a big deal. A fifty thousand dollar claimer at Churchill was probably just as tough as this race, six to five. I don't think there's any way that she's going to be six to five in this field. I think Solway. Uh, might even go off favored here, just off being, being competitive and with Boquette's barn uh, that way. I think the morning line is a little bit off here. I'm going to throw some long shots in here, hoping to catch a price, since I did go ahead and single in the second leg. So I'm going to use Lightning Heart. Uh, this, you know, this filly had a 66 buyer at Delta Downs, on, uh, admittedly on a muddy track, a 67 and a 66 back-to-back. She's drawn to the inside with two holes. She's probably going to get the lead, and she may can take them a long way here. Uh, Derby Day Lassie uh, only has raced four times, so has a better, bigger ceiling, and she broke her maiden at Oakland in, in December of 21, and so maybe she can move up. They tried her in $150,000 stakes race, too bad, because she certainly didn't uh, uh, embarrass herself. Only got to be two and a quarter. Uh, so I'm going to use her at eight to one. And I'm going to use a um, another horse in here at uh, a price at 15 to one. Mocha Kiss, uh, horse is five years old, five year old mare. Uh, didn't race well at Remington last time out, but the last couple of times at Oakland was competitive at the optional twenty five thousand dollar level and has won a couple races at Oakland. She's only three for twenty eight lifetime, but she's going to be in the mix. And I, I'm going to use her with uh, Jordan on her back and uh, just hoping that. Uh, catch a price here. Just, I think the race is wide open. I don't think one way or other deserves to be anywhere close to six to five in here. So pick four tickets. Uh, I'm going to take one, two, three, seven with one, nine with one, three, four, six, seven with nine, 11, 12, $60 ticket for, uh, for me going the deepest in the uh, tinsel stakes. How about you? Got a sixty-two fifty ticket with five by single by five by five. So one, two, three, six, seven with one, with one, three, four, seven, eight, with two, three, six, nine, twelve, and that's sixty-two dollars and fifty cents. So uh, a lot of similarities in our numbers there. So uh, maybe between the two of us, uh, folks can find their way to a winning pick four ticket right before Christmas time. Uh, best of luck with your wagers uh, wherever you're playing around the country and keep some funds in your Keeneland Select account. 
while you're sitting around home during the holidays, if you want to play a race or two, you've got the money in that account to do it if you keep your Keeneland Select account funded. So we'll be back in two weeks on New Year's Eve for our next edition of the In the Money podcast from KeenelandSelect.com.